the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Stream on the go with the free Business 1440 mobile app. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A festive welcome just minutes ago from President Trump as he arrived for the commissioning of the USS Gerald R. Ford, the naval station Norfolk. The vessel, a $12.9 billion warship that will officially be turned over today to the Navy. Outgoing White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer says President Trump wanted him to stay on the job, but he himself, Spicer, felt it would be best to step aside and let Anthony Scarmucci run the communications team. I said, sir, I've, I've had the opportunity to think about this. I think it is in the best interest of this administration and, and your presidency that I give these two individuals uh, the opportunity to, to operate without me in the way uh, so that they have a fresh start. Spicer spoke last night with the Fox News Channel's Hannity show. He resigned earlier yesterday, six months into the administration. This is SRN News. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with Business 1440, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school with our half-off tuition program. This is a program we have had for five years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. For more information about the program, or if you would like to see a full list of partnering schools, visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. TwinCitiesTuitions.com is here to help you in your search for a new school with a great interactive map that will show you all of our partnering schools closest to you. And it even has frequently asked questions about the program, like why you should choose Christian education. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Are you suffering with hearing loss? Are you sick of people constantly complaining that your TV is too loud? Are you tired of asking people to speak up? Would you like to hear more clearly, but you don't want to wear a hearing aid that makes you look old? Then you need to try Listen Clear, a life-changing breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Listen Clear is fully adjustable, so you can find the perfect way to hear almost everything, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And right now, you can try Listen Clear absolutely free with free shipping. We'll even give you free batteries for life. So call now. 1-855-568-4327. Listen Clear is lightweight and completely hassle-free, and it's practically invisible. Call for your risk-free home trial with free shipping and free batteries for life. For free information, call now. 1-855-568-4327. That's 1-855-568-4327. 1-855-568-4327. It's the King Banyan Show. Don't miss a moment of King's pregnant pauses and audio miscues on Business 1440. I guess I should talk faster. 
Thanks, Lee. King Banging Show. Business 1440. I'll just pause more. He's so mean, isn't he? <laughs> He's just rough. He's really rough. <laughs> Tough boss, I tell you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let me um, let me uh, continue this thought, and then I'm going to play some examples of where people just rely way too much on on on, on one study or two studies. Let me let me say a couple things, uh, and this all stems from a second post by um, by Professor Kaplan at uh, George Mason that I that I found very interesting. This one titled this one's from uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, titled Minimally Convincing. Looking at the two studies, and I talked about these, these studies about minimum wages. You've heard me talk about the Seattle one, but there was another one that came out about the same time that we did discuss in Denmark. And it says, look, the hourly the hourly wage jumps by about 40% when individuals turn 18 years old. Employment falls by 33%. And total labor input decreases by around 45%, so the aggregate wage payment is nearly unchanged. Data on flows into and out of employment show that the drop in employment is driven almost entirely by job loss when individuals turn 18. Why? Because in Denmark, once you turn 18, you have a much higher minimum wage than you do before you turn 18. So as you cross that line, you... you, you you know, your wage goes up, and so that's why they studied it. Now, look, the truth is, I mean, I got, it, I got thinking about this. In fact, I thought about this whole show earlier this week when I posted something that I thought was relatively non-controversial. Um, a, for me, as an economist, it's not controversial. If you've listened to the King Banyan show here, you, you know my opinion about about sports stadiums that they tend to that that they don't really increase economic activity. And sure enough, my local newspaper on uh, in May published a piece with a picture of our local convention and visitors bureau uh, uh, chair, and she's a nice person. I've worked with her in the past, and so I'm not going to say anything bad about her. Um, but they argue, but but it's about the impact that the Super Bowl in Minnesota in next February will have on on us in regional centers 80 to 100 miles away. In other words, we should be glad that we spent money on the on US Bank Stadium because we're going to get a benefit for one weekend. Okay? They're ramping up we're ramping up uh, there's almost 40,000 hotel rooms uh, there's there are about forty thousand hotel rooms in the Twin Cities metro area, says Mike Howard, communication communications director for the Minnesota Super Bowl Fifty Two host committee. I know it's it's in Roman numerals. I'll translate because we don't speak Roman numerals on the King Banyan show. Roman numerals are stupid. Okay, they're for Romans, and we're not Romans. We are expecting about a million people to visit the area for the Super Bowl. So St. Cloud can definitely expect some ripple effects. Now, go back and think about the story I just said. Right? When we had a very elastic demand curve for bees, right? An increase in the demand for honey or some shock from, 
from colony collapse disorder. Just let beekeepers and make lots more bees. When we all fall in love with bacon and discover that bacon is awesome, because it is, it takes a little time to produce more bacon, but we eventually get there. Shifts in demand alone don't tell the full story. It's demand and supply. Demand and supply. This is what my students hear from me to the point where they even make fun of the fact when I say it. Which is fine. As long as they remember, I don't care if they have fun at my expense or not. I just want them to remember it. So, St. Cloud Area Hotels are already full for that weekend, says says uh, Julie Lunning, St. Cloud Area Convention and Visitors Bureau Executive Director. Hotels are more likely to be filled with people wearing business suits than fans in sports jerseys. So when, and so she says, and I thought this was very interesting, when the Twin Cities successfully received the bid, they already had a lot of conventions booked. So a lot of those convention attendees were displaced to areas like St. Cloud, do we think they all decided to just stay at this, or do we think that they they might have chosen to move their convention some other place? But more than this, more than this, the number of ho- how much will the number of hotels change to take in these million visitors on that one weekend? And you would know the answer. It's going to be very little. So when I see people place things like the Washington Post saying the 2018 Major League Baseball All-Star Game could bring in $100 million to D.C., economists say, I think for two things. First of all, you didn't talk to many economists if you said that. It turned out in the article, the writer of this, Anirban Basu, the writer of this talked to only one economist, Anirban Enerban Basu of Sage Policy. Sage Policy is a consulting business that advises advises uh, uh, sports franchises in building stadiums. They're talking their own book. Okay. In fact, it will have no such impact. The only way it could have that much impact is if, is if every hotel and every restaurant otherwise would have been empty. Let me ask you this. On Super Bowl weekend, do you intend to go out and, and, and eat at nice restaurants? If you're, if you're listening to me, chances are you live in the Twin Cities. What is your plan for that weekend? 651-289-4477. You might choose to go to the game. That's certainly true. But if you didn't choose to go to the game, what would you do? Nothing? No. People respond to incentives. And since there is no adjustment or very little adjustment to supply, there's a hotel that's supposed to be going up at at the airport at MSB, but it appears now that that airport, that hotel will not be open in time for the Super Bowl. According, according to a piece in TCB magazine, Twin Cities Business Magazine. The, that, that is likely, I mean, that's, 
That's supposed to be inspiring some additional demand, but it doesn't appear to be working in that case. Here's the point. When it comes to minimum wage studies, or it comes to stadium studies, we believe a few things. First of all, demand curves slope downward. So if you raise the price of, of labor, you would expect that the, that the quantity of labor purchased goes down. Can you find counterexamples? Absolutely. Absolutely you can. Okay? To go back to... Uh, to go back to uh, 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 this piece, right? Um, if I was sympathetic to the minimum wage, I'd say the worst the experiments will show is that high minimum wages hurt employment in individual cities like Seattle. That this is this is um, this is uh, Kaplan making the argument. That wouldn't be too surprising because it's easy for firms and workers to move in and out of cities. But if you believe that's true, I would add then you would believe that it's also true that people can can choose not to consume in Minneapolis on Super Bowl weekend when everything's super crowded. And therefore, the economic impact of the stadium is probably next to nothing. Okay. I believe demand curves slope downward. And I have tons of evidence on my side. Okay. Demand for illegal drugs slopes downward. Illegal immigration. That demand curve slopes downward. It's not convenient for me to say that because that means if I if I wanted to make make it a little hard if I wanted to make well for for a variety of reasons, but let me let me just turn turn to this. Price controls generally there's tons of evidence that says says that price controls end up causing shortages. A shortage of, of jobs for including a shortage of jobs for people who have who who are have entry level jobs. So my the point is is that old story, right? It is characterized by the lamppost theory of economics. When people in politics, when commentators from, from Rachel Maddow to Rush Limbaugh turn to using economics, they typically aren't using it to illuminate. They're typically using it and cherry-picking it for support of whatever position they already believed. There's a tremendous tendency for for people reading the literature to read it through through eyes that are tinged with confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is I tend to emphasize the evidence that supports my position and I de-emphasize the evidence that is that is inconvenient for my position. That is why I've always believed that the statistical studies we use need to be a little more careful, and we need to be a little more careful how we use them. And when people turn to start using 
a statistical study or an estimate from an economist in political arguments to say really drastic things, that really makes me pretty crazy because there's nothing that you can, there's nothing out there that I think is, um, that it, there's nothing out there that I feel so strongly about as it would appear these people say. I'm going to give you some examples. Okay, because one of the things I want to talk about in this is our reliance on the Congressional Budget Office, CBO, as a scorekeeper for which we make really remarkable statements. I'll have a few examples for you after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. business everything but now you have a decision to make should you grow or go every business owner will exit their business someday it's a big personal and financial decision the best business owners know what their business is worth and they know their options sunbelt business advisors can help you understand what your business is worth now and how to net the most when you sell and if your business isn't ready for sale we will show you how to get it ready Here's the best part. Sunbelt gets paid when you get paid at the closing table. And if you aren't ready to exit your business right now, but you want to know what your company is worth, Sunbelt will meet with you for no charge, no cost, no commitment, absolutely confidentially. So whether you're ready to go or still working on your grow, meet with Sunbelt now. The world's largest business brokerage firm is ready to help you. Call 612-455-0880. 612-455-0880. That's 612-455-0880. Or go to sunbeltminnesota.com. SunbeltMinnesota.com. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marian Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call. Call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. People say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist and, more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. 
Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. We've spent here on the show 651-289-4477 if you want to call and contribute to the conversation. The point has been so far, so far, there's some basic things about economics and and, you know, the old joke, right, if you teach a parrot how to say supply and demand, you have an economist. The reason it's funny is because there's just a titch of truth to it. Supply and demand are really, really important concepts. The problem is very few people know how to apply them well. And we'll give you a few examples, but I want, I want to set this up by, I saw a piece on, on Thursday morning uh, on, on Vox by Sarah Cliff titled, Trump has no idea how much health insurance costs. And my reaction was, you're probably right. So? I did my whole story about bacon and honey without knowing what the prices of those things are. But I can predict that honey prices will adjust faster to changes in demand than bacon prices will. And I don't need to know what the prices of those things are to, to tell that story. Why does it matter how much they know? And as I often say, how much of what it is you know is wrong? What we've seen lately has been this reliance on, on single estimates or to make bold statements about what's wrong with other people. And, and what I'm hearing more and more are things which I find utterly galling in how we approach um, economic uh, conversations. So let me give you one example. Um, this is Senator Chris Murphy, Democrat of Connecticut, on um, CNBC, I believe, uh, on um, uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, he apparently got in some Twitter spat with uh, Vice President Pence in which um, he used the word evil to refer to something that Pence was saying. I don't think he was calling the vice president evil, but he thought what he had said had an evil note to it. Listen to why he thinks that. Go ahead and play that clip. It was an, it's, it's strong language. I don't deny it. But here's my point. 
Um, uh, the vice president is a very smart person. Um, he went out and gave a prepared set of remarks in which he claimed that the Republican health care bill strengthened and secured Medicaid for the most vulnerable in America. He knows that's not true. I mean, there is zero uh, basis for that claim, uh, given the fact that 15 million of the most vulnerable Americans will lose their Medicaid coverage and not be able to afford anything else because of this bill. And so I use that word because this looks like a knowing, intentional fabrication. Someone Evil, that. Though? Well, I mean, uh, listen, I mean, it, it's not just it's not just the, the lying that's coming from the vice president. It's the continued claims that the president makes uh, about uh, this bill lowering deductibles and providing good insurance for everyone. When all he has to do is read the summary of the CBO report to know that's not true. I, I don't normally trade in words like good and evil, but there, there is something really nefarious about an administration that that continues to put out these knowing lies about a bill that that the American public hates. Ultimately, the okay. Democratic Party stop is there. Saying. So, so stop there. Um, what's the basis for calling it evil? He cites one statistic: fifteen million. He cites its source: the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office. Now, that it. <sighs> There are a couple pieces here to this that I that I think are interesting. First of all, I I would argue that he says 15 million of the most vulnerable Americans, most vulnerable. Okay, I think that's a little hyperbolic. We don't know who the we don't know if they're the most vulnerable ones or not. It's an estimate, a single estimate that says 15 million. But the bigger problem is, he says they're lying. He says. He says there's it's knowing intentional that he, that he says. I would say I don't know that the CBO score is right. It's an estimate. I don't know that there's anything obviously better than what CBO says. I mean, when when way back in the early days of the King Banyan Show here on Business fourteen forty. We would say something to the effect of, what was the effect of the stimulus bill in 2009? And my answer was, and people thought I was being flip about this when I would say, probably 500,000 jobs, uh, 500,000 fewer jobs lost, give or take 2 million. I got interviewed on a Canadian program about about that comment once and asked, why, why would you say that? It's because I don't think the estimates are particularly good. I don't. I mean, if if we wanted to be really honest with people, we would give you not just you know a number, fifteen million, but we would then give you sort of a range to represent our uncertainty. We'll sometimes dress it up like statistics by saying this is our confidence interval. Okay. That confidence interval is, and I'm going to clean this up for G-rated television, that confidence is a little more than a scientific wild guess. It's dressed up in the language of statistics, but it's frankly not much more than, than well, I think based on some calculations I did that it's this, but my calculations might be wrong. So let's explore. Why might it be wrong? 
There are all kinds of reasons why it could be wrong. You could have measurement error. You could have model error. You can have errors in the things you're using that explain the thing you're trying to figure out. So as you, right? But it's pretty clear, for example, that CBO, that CBO believes that, that this, that their methodology is such that they believe that the only way to induce people to have health insurance is to require it. They like mandates. And the liking of the mandates is an example that they believe that 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 the elasticity of demand, I'm going to use that elasticity term again, the reaction to having to pay a positive price for insurance will cause many, many, many people to stop buying insurance. That's an assumption. Okay, we don't know that. We know from, from an analysis uh, that was from the Commonwealth Fund back in 2015 that CBO overestimated marketplace enrollment by 30% and cost by 28%. And it underestimated Medicaid enrollment by about 14%. So it missed. But then in the next sentence, the Commonwealth Fund says, the CBO's projections were closer to realized experience than were those of many other prominent forecasters. The truth of the matter is, I don't know that that $15 million, that 15 million number that, that Chris Murphy's throwing around, that Senator Murphy's throwing around is right. It's probably not right. But don't rush to the, don't rush to the defense of, uh, of Vice President Pence by saying, I have another number. My number says it's only $5 million. Your number's just as likely to be wrong as CBO's number. And indeed, on one observation, it's not very much, right? It's just an, it's really no more than an anecdote. The last time they did this estimate, were CBO wrong? Yeah. So was everybody else. Okay. The problem is when you start treating these like they are truth and you start calling people evil for questioning those, those estimates. That is absolutely wrong in my in in my point. Suppose and so Arnold Kling makes this point uh, yesterday on his blog, uh, Ask Blog. Um, suppose the CBO were asked to score the employment effects of minimum wage increase, and suppose their most preferred model projected a large decrease in employment. Would the Catherine Rampels and the Mark Thomas be so eager to say that this is exactly why we need a CBO in order to settle the argument about the minimum wage? No. No estimate we make will settle the settle minimum wage for those who who are not inclined to think that generally downward sloping demand curves answer the question of minimum wages and employment effects. And if you don't, and if you don't believe the science on the minimum wage, you sure as heck shouldn't believe science with respect to insurance markets, and you shouldn't be calling people evil about it. All right, CBO is not our official referee, even though it might be a pretty good referee relative to all the others. What happens again is we use. We use economic science as a lamppost uh, 
right? There's a lamppost. For economists, it means it lights up what we can see. But in political debate, it's just the post that you use, not the light. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. City Agency. We don't sell insurance, we help you buy it. Expert advisors for your auto, home, and business insurance. All City Agency is a Dave Ramsey endorsed local provider. Discover big discounts. All City Agency is an independent insurance agency and has access to 100 plus insurance carriers. Quality driven, value priced, superior service. All City Agency endorsed by Dave Ramsey, trusted by you. We don't sell insurance, we help you buy it. Call 651 484 1213 or find us at allcityagency.com. So, what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either, and that is a beautiful thing too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Business 1440. For centuries, it's been called the land of promise. Today, it's the land of blessing. In 2017, come and experience for yourself the only place God called my land. Experience Israel next fall and celebrate Jerusalem's 50th anniversary. A once-in-a-lifetime trip awaits as you travel with Business 1440 and Genesis Tours. Tour Israel like never before during nine exciting days. You'll visit Galilee, the Jordan Valley, the Garden Tomb, and many historic sites. Embolden your faith and trace back to the very steps of Jesus and experience firsthand the beauty of the Mediterranean landscapes, culinary delights, and return home with a renewed vision for your life. A dedicated team of passionate and knowledgeable professionals will lead this tour. Four- and five-star travel accommodations will give you comfort and safety for the duration of the trip. For full cost and trip details, visit TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, keyword Israel. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. 
Trying to predict the future is a very uncertain sort of guessing game. And I think in the past, you know, the CBO tried to guess how many people would get health insurance through Obamacare, and they were wildly off to the tune of millions off. Now they've said, like, you know, 32, 23, various uh, permutations of millions of people will lose it. But interestingly, one of the big premises of why people lose it is they say, if you no longer have the individual mandate, if you don't have to pay a tax to buy your insurance, if you're not sort of bullied by government, the 15 million people wouldn't buy insurance for that one fact. Maybe. It's complete guesswork. And so the thing is, is that I think we can put too much stock in guesswork. And to me, it's a uh, modeling and future predictions. It's like astrology. A lot of guesswork goes involved into it. Got you back now, King. Are you there? Yes, I am. Wonderful technical issues today. Yeah, <laughs> we're back on air here. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back, listeners. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven, which is probably a number you can't call because I'm using it. <laughs> Let's see if we can fix this up in a moment here on the King Banyan Show. Uh, we, we've been talking a lot about talking a lot about uh, uh, the CBO. Um, can we play that? Are you able to play that clip from uh, Rand Paul that, that that we heard yesterday? Yeah, we actually came back in with that before the uh, bumper, so I have actually run that, and then I've got your clips ready. Okay. You wanted to use uh, we talked about before the show as well. Okay, very good. Um, so, so Rand Paul calls it astro- astrology. It's not these estimates actually do help us, but. Oftentimes, the, the the other issue we see with these with these data is that we we will observe more people. Um, we observe we observe data which can be explained by more than one theory. So sometimes we get something that that economists will call observational equivalence. So I want to give you an example of that. Um, a lot of people have been looking at the fact that the that right now the euro has done very well and the dollar has slid against European currencies. And a lot of people have been trying to use this as a way to argue that, in fact, there has been this, this, this decline because of last 
lost confidence in the U.S. economy or perhaps in uh, President Trump and the administration, the ability to move health care and tax reforms, etc. But there's easily another explanation, and, and one that was provided uh, yesterday on CNBC by Bob Pisani strikes me as being something that is... Um, this strikes me as something that is quite plausible. Can we play the Pisani clip, please? So the major forces in Europe rolled down about 1% to 2%. Germany was down 1.7%. That's the second weakest day of the year for Germany. There's a couple of things going on. First, the European economy has been improving. We know that. And so have the stock markets there. Flows into European stocks surged to their highest levels this week since Macron won the French election way back in May. That's the key story into Europe, out of the United States. But there's a secondary story that's causing a lot of confusion among traders. Bond yields should be rising on the strong economy story, but they've been dropping recently, including today. That's kind of odd. ECB head Mario Draghi said that tapering of the bond buying program will be discussed in the fall. So traders think this is a likely prelude to a rate hike. Here's the problem. We've had a mini taper tantrum just a few weeks ago. Bond yields shot up like a rocket when Draghi made comments that seemed to imply that rate hikes might be coming much sooner than anyone thought. Boom, everything goes up. Draghi has had to walk back those comments since then, implying rate hikes, rate hikes are really farther out than the market interpreted. So it's a mess. The bottom line is this. Expect more volatility as the markets try to figure out both the extent of the global recovery and just how far central banks can go in walking back this low rate world that they created. So the answer there from Bob Pisani is, well, this is all about Europe and what's happening there. Again, there's always two sides. There's always supply and there's always demand. So could the weakness in the euro be weakness in the dollar versus the euro be U.S. weakness, or could it be European strength? And the answer is probably it's going to be some of both. And figuring out how much it is of each is the thing that, that we do when we estimate these models, when we actually turn to using numbers. And using numbers is simply quite, quite hard. And we haven't quite we have and, and so being able to figure out when to use numbers and when not is 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 very difficult. Now, what did the, what did what did uh, uh, Mario Draghi, who's the president of the European Central Bank, what did he in fact say when he was on the say? Well, why don't we go ahead and play that? Uh, let's go ahead and play that clip, uh, John, and, and and listen to what uh, Draghi said. And, and leave me up so I can, I, can, I can cut it off at some point. No, I'm not able to hear this. Are you calling for the Draghi clip, King? Yes. And monetary analysis, we decided to keep... The key ECB interest rates unchanged. We expect them to remain at their present levels for an extended period of time and well past the horizon of our net asset purchases. Regarding non-standard monetary policy measures, we confirm that our net asset purchases at the current monthly pace of 60 billion euro are intended to run until the end of December 2017 or beyond if necessary, and in any case until the Governing Council 
sees a sustained adjustment in the path of inflation consistent okay, with its inflation. All right, let's stop there because because he's going to go on for a while and and he's you know if there was a voice that would make you wish you could listen to more Janet Yellen, that might be the one. Um, little little uh, little difficult, but he, he so he had a press conference. Uh, on the announcement that they basically they weren't going to raise rates, as uh, Bob Pisani discussed, and the key quote from it actually came in a in a, a in a Q and A uh, after after his remarks, talking about the taper tantrum uh, from a speech that he gave in in I believe it was late June. I want to say it was June twenty seventh um, at uh, at a conference where he discussed the fact. That they were looking to start starting to remove their their bit, he basically reverses tracks. He says, I, "You know, so so when asked about the taper tantrum, taper tantrum, Draghi says, let me give you the bottom line of our exchanges. Basically, inflation is not where we want it to be and where it should be. We are still confident that we'll gradually get there, but it isn't there yet." And that's why the Governing Council reiterated the foreign, foreign forward guidance, the asset purchase program, the interest rates, and all this package of monetary accommodation, unquote. Now, remember that the ECB is a single mandate rather than a dual mandate central bank. The United States has the dual mandate of full employment and inflation. No one seems to want to argue that full employment it hasn't been reached, or nearly so, in the United States. So they've turned to, well, you're not, you're not at 2%. Well, the same argument is happening at, in, in Europe, where, there's, where he says, inflation is not where we want it to be, which is a remarkable comment. I can only imagine uh, my listener, Nonfan, over at Twitter using pound KBRS, will comment on what does this mean, where inflation, where we want it to be. But the model through which they try to figure this out is complicated, hard to figure out, and just like CBO, the ECB and the Fed and all the central banks have models that are imprecise. They simply aren't able to turn a dial and say, let's put in this much inflation, as a result of that, we'll get, let's, put, let's make interest rates this. As a result, inflation will be that, and we'll all be good to go. They have to feel their way through to some solution, and that solution tends to be pretty pretty hard to do. So let's let's take a break there when we come back. One last segment of the King Banyan Show today while we figure out what happened to our Internet connection here on the King Banyan Show Business 1440. I don't need no one else now. KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Communications. When you have sleep apnea, traveling can be a real drag because you have to drag your big, bulky home CPAP device with you everywhere you go. But not anymore. Now you can travel easily and sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. And right now, you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. So call now, 1-800-915-9272. 
our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. Transcend is so incredibly small and light, you can easily fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. Now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't delay. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-9272. Again, that's 1-800-915-9272. Hi, Bam Ransom here, along with Johnny Dean and Rick the Professor Plum. We know how important financial planning and wealth education can be. So we're focusing the show on the investment strategy designed for the needs you have today and the goals you have for the future. Join us for Bucket Strategy Investing. Bucket Strategy Investing. Answering questions about your most important financial challenges, your 401ks, IRAs, Social Security, and more. Join us every day for Bucket Strategy Investing. Tune in every weekday at noon on the new Business 1440. What do your weekday evenings look like? For me, they were spent stressing over my daughter's math homework. Hours of it. Until we found Mathnasium Learning Centers. Their teaching method is fun and effective. All that time spent struggling with homework has been replaced with stress-free dinners and quality family time. Mathnasium gave us our evenings back and gave my daughter the tools she needs to succeed and the opportunity to simply enjoy being a kid. Visit Mathnasium.com today to find your nearest location. Have you heard of the summer slide? Well, it's not as fun as it sounds. In fact, it's impacting our children's education and not in a good way. Studies show that most students lose two months worth of math skills during summer vacation. Thankfully, Mathnasium Learning Centers are here to prevent learning loss and help kids get ahead. With over 600 locations worldwide, we're breaking the summer slide trend. Visit Mathnasium.com today to find the center nearest you. You've worked your entire life to grow your savings. Don't let a market crash wipe out your hard-earned money. You can protect and grow your money by learning the same skills that Wall Street uses at Online Trading Academy. You can learn to manage your money with minimal fees because you're the best steward of your money. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy. Radio! Welcome back to the Opinion Show. Business 1440. Good to be with you today. Even as we, we work through... Um, a little challenge with uh, with the equipment. Uh, we're still with you because because uh, we have skilled people who help provide us with backup plans when need be. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Where we find um, Kim Crockett from the Center of the American Experiment. Kim, good morning, and how are you today? Hey, good morning, King. Yeah, good so to you, got, you you got me thinking about. Bacon. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, I know what I'm having for dinner. I'm going to make BLTs. You know, there you go. decided. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm like I'm like that that dog in the bacon commercial for dog treats. Bacon. Um, yeah. So I've listened to the whole show today. I thought it was really fun, uh, and and you got me thinking. The CBO is a real problem. 
and the Wall Street Journal has done a great job of pointing that out, you know. But here's here's my challenge to you, as a as a professor of and a teacher of young people. Uh, it'd be a fun show someday to talk about how are we educating young people so that when they hear CBO statistics, uh, they shrug. Go, uh, yeah, that's the CBO. Um, we've we've increased uh, educational requirements in in high school and college to include you know calculus and statistics and all of these things. But honestly, I don't know what you think. And, and you've got freshmen and young people in front of you all the time. It seems like people know less than they used to, not more. So I, so I think that's true, I, Kim. It's a good point. I um. So our university, for example, gives you the option of taking a course in statistics rather than a course in mathematics. I think it should mm-hmm. be an and not a course. I, 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 in fact, I, um, my daughter, who you know is a, uh, is a grad student in mathematics, she and I had a discussion about whether or not kids should be required to take algebra, college algebra, when they work on a two-year degree. And it was interesting because I thought she'd be all gung-ho for it because it would be sort of employment-enhancing for her. But she, in fact, said no, uh, that there are math methods. I, I agree with her. Uh, I think that, and I thought that was an interesting, interesting and mature response that she had. Um, but I really believe that our ability to teach people to be numerate as well as literate has really taken a hit because we haven't explained the value of of knowing how to work with numbers and how and how to get yourself past that, you know, I'm bad at math. It's a thing, thing I, people I, say that I think, makes me crazy. I think it's more serious than that, King. Um, it because is. Because the, gov- the government uses statistics. What do they say about statistics? Lies, damn lies, and statistics. The government and politicians use statistics and studies and this, that, and the other thing, your complaint earlier in the show, you know, whether it's Rush Limbaugh or Rachel Maddow, and I think the citizenry is, is illiterate. I don't think that taking traditional math courses or even traditional statistics courses is going to do it because it's taught by math people, and most of us, Frank, aren't really math people, King. I'm, I'm not a math person, and so it's torture uh, to my soul and my GPA probably. But because the government puts out these numbers that can actually tank policy changes like fixing our health care disaster, this is a serious matter, right? And, and, uh, and the public schools are not up to the task. While I was waiting to chat with you, and I'll make this brief because I know you're coming up to the end of your show, uh, there was a commercial on for Mathnasium. So you get my mm-hmm. kid in school for eight hours a day. Part of that day of instruction is supposed to be math. But i got to take her down to mathnasium because you've done such a bad job of teaching her <laughs> during the day. And i got to go pay somebody to, to actually teach her math, right? Something's wrong. Right. Something's, something's broken there. So I just think, um, you know, it would that would just make a great show someday to get some smart people yeah. on and say what what the heck are we doing? 
Because right now well, we've got, you know, Obamacare that can't, they can't seem to fix it, partly because you got the CBO coming out and saying, oh, parade of horribles, right? And nobody can right. interpret that intelligently, right. including Republicans. Yeah, Kim, let me cut in here so that we don't run out of time and just and, yeah. and just say, first of all, thank you. That's a great comment. I'd make, I'd make two quick points about that. First of all, the, our, there are lots of good people working on how to teach math in, uh, in, in the school today, but there aren't enough of them, and part of the problem, in my, in my personal view, is that we put a little too much time thinking about how to teach rather than what to teach, and that maybe we yeah. don't have enough preparation because we spend too much time on, on pedagogy rather than on subject matter. And, and I think that's true not just for math. I think it's true in history. I think it's true in, in economics, in social studies teaching, I think in general. There's always been that, that talk. But the other thing, and I think the most important point and, and, and that I want to make sure people hear is there is this tendency for people to say either I'm a math person or not a math person, and then to hear me talk about the CBO score and decide that they can simply ignore it. I'm trying to get people to a different place. I'm saying don't ignore it. It actually has value, but understand what that value is. Be skeptical, but don't be dismissive of these estimates because they actually do have some value to them. And I think there is a tendency in talk radio generally to go from the take treating it as gospel, as apparently Chris Murphy did, to treating it as trash, which Rand Paul mm-hmm. does. And the thing about that attitudes are good. Both those attitudes really have to change. Hey, Kim, thanks for the conversation. I really appreciate it. I thank everybody for listening to <laughs> Yeah, take care, and we'll talk to you soon on the next Team Banging Show on Business 1440. Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years, with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss. But wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. 
Are your investments doing the best they can? Do you know the biggest risks in your portfolio? If you don't know the answers, you need Nepsis's Smart Investing with Clarity Portfolio Management Approach. You might have all your investments in mutual funds and ETFs, but that's not smart. They lack the flexibility and transparency you need to capture market opportunities and tax advantages. Nepsis's Smart Investing with Clarity starts with a customized, separately managed account. SMAs are smart, allowing you to manage your portfolio with precision. Mutual funds and ETFs are blended and restricted. You don't know what you own and can't make the most of your investments. With SMAs, you can invest more in great companies, generate cash, and gain tax advantages easily. Let Nepsis show you our smart approach to investing. Call 952-746-2003 to learn more about SMAs and smart investing or visit NepsisCapital.com to take our free investment stress test. It's time you get smart with your investments. Business 1440 KYCR Golden Valley a service of Salem Media Group, streaming worldwide at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With Aaron News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. In Virginia. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.